There is a podcast about an island in the North Atlantic where people have been looking for an incredible treasure for more than 200 years. Hello and welcome back to Could It Be? An Oak Island podcast. We are your hosts, Deidre and Dustin White. What's up? How you doing? I'm I'm good. How are you? Really good. I thought we had an amazing episode last night uh, of featuring course. lots of cool stuff like Smith's Cove or actually not Smith's Cove, like the swamp. I was like... going to say, you're in the <laughs> wrong body of water, yo. I meant to say the money pit. That's okay. what I was really thinking. But we had the money pit, <laughs> uh-huh. we had the swamp, and a little bit of uh, Samuel Ball cellar. Well, at least the area near it. Yes. Because yes. you've been super like fixated on that for well, I've been like fixated on whatever it was Laird found before that wasn't related to this. I, I don't even remember what lot that was on, but I lot wanted 25. to know. Was it? Mm-hmm. Well, it was Samuel Ball's estate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you were like super interested about well, like when are we going to get some more Samuel Ball stuff? When are we going to get some answers there? Well, you got some tonight. Yeah. Well, at least you got well, some more questions about uh, that must Samuel be Ball's area. Why Laird had to stop because they got to get some um, permits and permission to further yep. excavate with all the uh, pottery, if you will. Absolutely, pottery. Pottery. Yeah, I didn't even say. Who talks it, like right? that? I was going to say Gary, but. That just didn't work out for me. It's not the same as the pooter. No, no, not the same. Yeah. Okay, well, geez, we spent so much time in the swamp this episode. Mm-hmm. Do you want to start there or kind of finish the in the swamp? Do we want to address the money pit first? Well, the beginning of the episode actually kind of rolls into money pit stuff, you know, mm-hmm. so... Let's start there. Okay, so we have the beginning of the episode where the guys are hanging out at the interpretive center, right? Mm -hmm. And they see some vehicles start crossing that causeway, right? Oh, they they know it's coming. They are eagerly awaiting Vanessa and the team to show up. I mean, as soon as they park and Vanessa and the team are getting out of the Jeep, you hear Dave say, there she is. They, they were excited. Well, yeah. I was they, excited. They really wanted to, uh, they, they want to get drilling in the money pit, you know? Mm-hmm. And so they're super stoked about it. We had Vanessa, like you said, mm-hmm. and then we had Danny the pirate. Yes. Good to see him again. Yes. And then we had a, a newcomer, Jared. Is that right? I From believe that's ROC. right. Yeah, Jared. And so is it ROC or is it Rock? Maybe. Probably both, huh? Yeah, I was going to say both. It's probably initials. I, I never really looked you into that. You never put that together? Well, no, I just... I, that I, I rock want... is not spelled R-O-C? Well, if you ask Billy Madison, <laughs> you ever see that movie? Yes. He went, He wins a spelling bee as a child by spelling rock R-O-C. But his dad was like really rich and he paid off the people to say he was right. Okay, I don't think that's the situation here. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> in uh, R-O-C... Cause Robert Clotworthy did a voiceover and he called mm-hmm. them Rock. Yes. But I've also heard him call them ROC. Mm-hmm. So which one is it? I don't know. I don't know. Probably a little bit of both. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Sure. Anyways, so they show up and Vanessa gives us the lowdown on the difference in the equipment we're going to be using. Is it the lowdown or the, the down low? Ooh. I'm going down low because that's the goal to go low, 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 low. Yeah, well... 
it's it was like my phrasing. So, of course, you choose that over your own. Oh, give me a break. <laughs> or maybe it's the fact that they can go down to 202 feet. That's pretty low. Yeah, so they brought te- 210 feet of caisson. Yes. Right? So of can to slam. Yeah. And so, uh, but minus the uh, portion that has to stay in the oscillator and that gets exposed above ground, mm-hmm. you know, for the drilling purposes or whatnot, they can probably go to a depth of about 202 feet, like you said. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's exciting. I don't. I think their target's like 150 feet, so that's plenty. Mm-hmm. But... We have no idea. Maybe, maybe lower. Maybe we're going to go low, low, low. Well, they're probably just going to keep grabbing until they can't grab no more. And it's good to have some spare cans around. Sure. You just never know in case something goes cattywampus. You never know. It's kind of like the uh, Tootsie Pop thing, right? (laughs) The world may never know. The world may never know. But I was thinking about it because she's telling us how much the weight is of the starter cans. Yeah. So the starter can this year of 30,000, sorry, last year it was 30,000 pounds of weight just for that starter can, right? Mm -hmm. And then this year we're at 54,000 pounds of weight and it's two feet thick, like the walls. Inches. Yeah, inches Two feet, feet thick. That's, Man, that would be intense. That would be really intense. The thing would be a lot heavier than uh, your however much. Uh, Fifty-four thousand yeah. pounds. Two feet thick. Yeah. Two inches thick. Yeah. So, and the whole the whole can is two inches thick um, for the starter can, right? Because mm-hmm. it's going to help them uh, kind of grind down and you know get a better hold and better digging capabilities Mm -hmm. because you remember last year when they did the dig and they thought they hit like some kind of big rock or something and Mm -hmm. it scraped off a bunch of those teeth Mm -hmm. and they're like well that sucks (laughs) yeah because she's saying that it is it's the entire can versus just the teeth like last year and something that they had mentioned in the previous episode was that it's going to be obviously more surface area, so hopefully we're not going to be knocking off teeth again. Hopefully. And, but I was also thinking about it collapsing in last year, and it wasn't as much weight. This year, we got more weight, plus it attaches to the crane. Yeah, I think it's a little bit uh, away from the, all those cans that are kind of mm-hmm. compiled in one spot, you know, like... Uh, Oh gosh, you know, like H eight and uh, all. Uh, what, what was the other one they did? Like C one? No, C one was off to the side. That mm-hmm. one was a little bit separated from the rest too. I can't remember them off the top of my head. Gal one. Yes. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. But um, yeah, this new one is called what? Eight? Isn't it H H C one? Um, you know what? I oh. guess I guess I should have waited till we wait get to, to that spot. Wait to set me up for failure there. I yeah, see how it my is. My bad. I thought you had that like ready to go. Yeah, HC1 is the name of this hole. You mean OC1? OC1. Wow, I'm just like You got problems today, babe. I am just <laughs> pulling letters from wherever I want. So yeah. OC1. Like is that Orange County? Or Oak Oak what? Oak <laughs> Caisson. <laughs> oh, original Caisson one. Okay. But sure. where I was, I mean, okay, last year they did a lot more different large holes, and this year we stuck to a lot of sonic 
drilling, right? Ultrasonic drilling. Which is, I would assume, in hopes of keeping the area a little bit more mm -hmm. stable. Okay. Makes sense mm -hmm. to me. Yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, sure, possibly. They, possibly. they did do a lot of that sonic drilling, and they found some neat stuff. Terry Matheson was really excited for all the stuff they were pulling out this mm -hmm. year. So when he's excited about things that shouldn't be at this depth, I'm excited. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a good reason to be excited. Mm -hmm. um, so the big oscillator comes in. What We cut over to the money pit, right? And they're all waiting mm -hmm. for all the equipment to show up. We're not just stuck at the causeway anymore. Yeah. Well, you know, before we get to that, it, one thing I do want to note real quick, because this there was a scene in between uh, them talking to Vanessa and then a scene, uh, then they were doing something in the swamp, then mm -hmm. it went back to the, like, unloading at the money pit or whatever. Mm -hmm. And Rick was uh, doing something. I don't remember what he was doing, but uh, he was just talking to, I think, Billy or something, but... Uh, behind him, you see a, one of those uh, caissons yeah. being driven past. And it's like, yep, yep they're yep. all doing this in real time. This, you know. Oh, yeah. You you can see more cans <laughs> coming in. as I, Were that the swamp or something? Yeah, mm -hmm. and it was coming in the background. Yep. Yeah, that so, gave me a good chuckle. Yeah, so those are eight feet in diameter. Those are big suckers. Mm -hmm. And even before we cut to the swamp, Mm -hmm. That we also get that shot of Vanessa telling us, you know, she's very invested now. And this is so different from what they normally do. I, I can't imagine they would get another call like this. Or I wonder what the initial call was like. So we're digging for buried treasure. Yeah. Can you come out and like put like, a big hole in the ground? Yeah, for us? please. Right. That, you know, I might think that was a prank. <laughs> Hopefully yeah. they didn't call on April Fool's Day. Yeah, and before we move on to the next uh, part that you were talking mm -hmm. about, there is one thing I want to touch on. It's like one of the most super important things for people to know mm. that dig that uh, don't dig for buried treasure because yes. people that dig for buried treasure know these things. Okay? Yes. This is something that I try to convey because Deidre and I, we're treasure hunters. Yes. We dig for buried treasure sometimes. Okay? Yes, we do. And so... Rick says that they pushed the envelope with the money pit. Mm -hmm. And the difficult part is that you know that you don't know if you miss something by centimeters or millimeters or five feet. Mm -hmm. But now that they got that largest can possible, you know, it gives them much better odds. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, like we have the saying, if you're off by an inch, you're off by a mile. Exactly. And that, that goes with any digging underground for, you know, treasure mm -hmm. or probably other things, too. You know, if, yeah. you, if you're off by this much, like you're digging down here, but the treasure's right over here, mm -hmm. you know, like an inch away, you know, you missed it and you'll never know Yeah, unless it, you dig another hole. If you, because then if you take GPR out there, you're going to see the disturbed soil. You can't GPR the entire money pit area because that the is all disturbed. disturbed. And yep. we can get into that when uh, talking about reading GPR mm -hmm. results and we get over to lot, what, 25, I believe. Yeah. Um, but no, spot on. When Rick said that, I was just thinking, yep, yep. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. Like, uh, like Ducky from The Land Before Time. Exactly. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Uh, are we good to carry on to yeah. us getting over to the money pit? Yeah, well, they set up the, the oscillator platform. Yes. So they kind of got Irving this, does. Yeah, Irving Equipment Limited. Mm -hmm. You know, Mike Jardine's back in the his yep. house his or house? in the uh, on the in the pit? I, on the island. 
Yes. I don't know. Island. Yeah, I, I caught that. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Mike Jardine's back. You know, they've got just they're setting it up for mm-hmm. something big. Yeah. What's that, that big thing? That big thing's the oscillator that just <laughs> comes around the bend. It's huge, right? Just around the. Okay. No. The money bin. <laughs> no, the money. It's okay. It's a mega bin and then the money pit. You keep. Yeah, but I said those. not. I said money bend. Like, oh, bend. Because you know, it comes I around you the corner. It the money, I thought you were calling it the money bin again. Yeah, the money bin again. Yeah. No, that's what Scrooge McDuck has, okay? He <laughs> has right. the money bin. He does have the money bin. Um, but it comes around the corner, mm-hmm. and Vanessa even, well, or is it Clotworthy? They, it's been custom built mm-hmm. for this particular, I mean, because this isn't something they do every day, like we mentioned. So it was custom built over in South Korea and brought all the way over here to Nova Scotia. Hmm. That's I didn't crazy. catch the custom built part, but yep. sure. Oh, it said that. You okay. should go back and check. Maybe I will. Get those notes up to par. Oh, I had the uh, the other information, but yeah. So it arrives. Mm-hmm. They set it up. It's like moving a tank onto a platform. You know? Seriously, it's one hundred and ten thousand pounds. Yes, versus last year's sixty four thousand pounds. Yeah, like huge difference. As they keep saying, these weights, I. I am concerned about the Swiss cheese ground, so they're not going to be putting down as many holes this year, that's for sure. Yeah, that's okay. They only need one. They know where the money pit is now. This oh, is their yeah. best educated best guess. educated guess. They've ever had. I mean, you're going off the sluice way, potentially, you know, shaft five, shaft nine. Well, shaft nine was the sluice way one. Yeah. Shaft five was over at mm-hmm. near the cave pit, and uh, the and work they they're doing the it. Yep, and then we had shaft two. two. That's the kicker. That's the mm-hmm. one that they've done all this triangulation off of. Well, they've done triangulation well, off all of them. You but... have to have three known points in order to triangulate. <laughs> so I'm just going to throw it out there. Their best guess is going to be within that area. Best right? educated guess. And considering they've got so much more square footage to put down, this is their best shot. Yep, 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 yep. Yep, yep, yep. So we're excited to see the fruits of that labor next week, right? Yep. And the 26-ton hammer grab. Yeah, I think Doug was really impressed with that thing. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, that claw is, like, on steroids. That yeah. thing's big. It, it fits in the eight-foot wide can, so. Well, that would make sense then, that it's it would ginormous. be bigger than it's the ginormous. last one. Yeah, so that's exciting stuff. We don't have a lot to talk about as far as what they found using it yet because they haven't found anything using it. They do that next week. Actually, we know it was filmed a couple months ago, so I guess they have found whatever they found. But right now, we don't know. We don't know. The only thing we know is what comes up on the next week on, and we'll get to that at the end. Sure. Right? Sounds good. Right? Well, I heard that this can comes with a 100% treasure guarantee. Well, duh. So... The odds are with us. It's going to happen. It is. It's going to happen. Vanessa guaranteed it. Hey, if Vanessa says so, it must be so. Let's make it so. Make it so. Oh, should I put that song on? <laughs> Let's not. Yeah, I'll do it closer to Christmas again, okay? Okay, thanks. Yeah. All right, so the whole, the whole of it all wraps up for the Money Pit back at the very end of the episode. Yes. And we have... 
Who, who's on hand for this historic moment? Uh, we've for got, the initiation? Yeah, I, I, I wrote down that we have Steve, mm-hmm. Paul, Gary, Dave, Dan Hensky, Charles, Rick, Scott, and Vanessa were all kind of in a line. I concur with that statement. There you go. And they're ready to begin drilling. Yeah. And who gets to do the honors? Well, as Rick says, he thinks it would be very fitting for Dan and Dave to do the honors. Dan and Dave, yep. Makes sense. What do you call them? The two? Titans. The two Titans. Titans of the island. They're the two that are left. Been there the longest. That's awesome. I was I, I was digging the Titans of Oak Island there. Yeah, that's pretty good. So we have uh, Dan Hensky press the button. Mm-hmm. And then we have to flip a little switch, and that's... Mm-hmm. Uh, a little flip, turn, push. And that's initiated by... Uh, Dave. Dave. David Blankenship. Mm-hmm. And Rick asks Dave, he's like... Uh, Hey, does that you know? You thinking of your dad right now? Yeah. And he said, "Yeah, my dad did this last year. He's mm-hmm. the one that started it." So, yeah, he's giving us all the feels, right? Yeah, and he was just Rick saying, you know, it's it's about time we find something. <laughs> Dave, of course, chimes in with, "It's past time." <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's like, "Come on, it's past time to make this happen, if you will." Mm-hmm. And then, um. What did Dan H. Um, Rick says to him, to Hensky, he really believes something's down there. And Dan responds with, it's about time we get to it. I feel you. It's I about feel ya. time. It is about time. Rick's like spouting off numbers. He's like, yeah, together we have like 190 years or 150 years of experience on Oak Island between all of us. Yeah, that. That's a or whatever it was, and bit mind blowing. Yeah, well, they're thinking, yeah, let's find this thing. It's time. Come on, it's past time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, one thing that I want to touch on that we forgot to mention was Gary told them to make a wish before they turned it on. <laughs> That's right. You think it, they made a wish? It's like a birthday cake. Yeah, I'm sure they made a wish. What did they wish for? Treasure <laughs> to be in the and right spot. So, what's the answer going to be? Okay. Okay, DJ's got a magic eight ball. That's going to become a part okay. of our uh, podcast now. <laughs> uh, what do we, we have to, it has to be a yes or no question. Yes. So we have to ask it, um, did uh, did Dan Hensky make a wish? Do that first. Did Dan Hensky make a wish? Okay, let's see what it says. Very doubtful. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Well, he may not have. Okay, how about Dave? Okay, so did Dave make a wish? All right, let's see what it says. Flip it. Let's see. What does it say? What does it say? Yes, definitely. Oh, okay, so, okay, so we had at least one wish, and I bet you it comes true. Okay, so what do you think the wish was? Uh, to find the treasure, okay. to find the money pit. Yeah. W- will Dave's wish come true? Will Dave's wish come true? <laughs> it is certain! Boom, there you yeah! go. Yeah! There you go. Oh, you heard it here first. The eight ball predicts that we find the money pit. <laughs> yep, find the treasure. Woo, woo! So, um, yeah, that's kind of the uh, the whole of it for... The whole the hole in the money pit? Of the money pit, yeah. So, very exciting stuff this episode. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, excited to see where they go next week because, mm-hmm. you know, it's always... It, there's a lot of anticipation building to this moment. Oh, you know, they've yeah. worked so hard all year to get a good dig in the money pit area. Mm-hmm. So. 
Rick mentions they got they're gonna have a lot of washing to do with all these extra spoils. Dirty Jack is back. Dirty Jack has got to be coming gotta, back. Yeah, he has to be. Yeah, got to put that wash plant to work. Yeah, yeah, he's not gonna be. Uh, you know, sometimes he's he's. He's got the uh, the dome kind of like Mr. Clean, but oh. he's not going to definitely not going to be Mr. Clean. <laughs> no, he he's going to be, be uh, yeah. So. He'll be Dirty Jack. He'll be he's Dirty Jack. He's not Mr. Clean. He's <laughs> Dirty Jack. Come on. Yeah. Who's going to help him wash stuff this year? You think? Do you think he's going to have a sidekick? Maybe Peter. Maybe. I mean, there's a lot of washing to do. I, I bet you it's all hands on deck because most of this yeah. year they haven't had spoils really to wash. So are we going to get the HMS wash plant back up and running. Oh, yeah. Heck, yeah. Definitely. Cool. Okay. Um, Next, do we want to touch on the scanning? Yeah, let's do that. That sounds like a good idea. Lot 28? Mm Mm-hmm. Or 25. Yeah, 25. My bad. So, lot 25, we have... We have Steve Watson and Don Johnson are back. Yep. And they are doing some GPR. Mm Mm-hmm. Ground Penetrating Radar. Thank you for the... uh, breakout there. Hey, you never know. Someone, someone might be help. Uh, unfamiliar with it. So they're doing the scanning. Uh, they got a special permit, Laird. Uh-huh. Our favorite archaeologist, Laird, of course. got a special permit to go and uh, do some scanning. Mm-hmm. Not any excavation work yet. Nope. Fingers crossed it happens in the future. Yep. But uh, So what did they find? Well, they scanned Okay, let me back up there. So Steve Watson and Don Johnson scan, or they say they're going to scan, like, mostly that cleared area. Johnston. Isn't that what I said? Uh, I thought you said Johnson. I may have. So Johnston. Mm -hmm. uh, Scan the kind of, like, cleared area versus going in between all of the trees. Mm -hmm. Just because with GPR, in case you don't know, uh, and this was one of the first things I was thinking when it came up was... There's going to be a ton of tree roots around there, and that's going to show up on the GPR. Yep. But mm-hmm. hopefully with all those tree roots, we're going to see them kind of as a normal anomaly that hasn't been disturbed the same way, say, like a cellar would. Yeah, and Robert Clotworthy uh, can, you know, every time they come up uh, and do the uh, GPR, mm-hmm. uh, he has to explain how the machine works and, what, yes. you know, uh, how they utilize it, but... Uh, so he was explaining that it can take measurements and readings to up to about 15 feet deep. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, scan the cleared area. So Charles was on hand as well. Yes. You know, we got a really good, what's going to eventually be a GIF, right? You got to <laughs> yes. make a, or is it a GIF or a GIF? Oh no, that's to be debated. <laughs> yeah. So he's like sh- all shifty eye, you know? Uh-huh. Cause they say a treasure chest anomaly and he does the little side to side uh shifting and is he excited or is he scared that's always the question with charles is he trying to hide that treasure like keep it hidden or is he trying to help them find it okay so later in the episode <laughs> we see well we hear jack talking about digging down and you know that money uh sorry like gold or whatever you want to see it come out of there and charles says that it's down there jack we just have to be patient so i think he's excited to pull it out that that's my prediction mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. guaranteed guaranteed 100 percent treasure guarantee heck, heck yeah i like that you can guarantee that just like <laughs> vanessa that's what yeah you know no problem 
I'll guarantee any anything related to treasure. <laughs> we're gonna go find our guaranteed. We're gonna go next time we find go looking for a treasure. Guaranteed gonna find it. Okay. There you go. No problem. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we did get a, a Samuel Ball like recap flashback from yep. Robert Clotworthy. Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't really know what we're talking about, if we because we have a lot of new listeners lately. Yes. Robert Clotworthy is the narrator, and yes. we talk about him all the time because he's the ever present. Yeah, he's been involved in every single episode. He has. He is legit. He's got a fantastic voiceover voice. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a, he's a great narrator, and uh, we're big fans. And that's where the name of the podcast kind of yes. originated from, right? Could it be? Yeah, his one of his like catchphrases was, you know, could it be? Blah 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 blah. You know, and it still is. Yeah, if people. If they don't know anything about Oak Island, they know it's the Could It Be show. Right? Of course. So there you go. There's your little recap of who <laughs> Robert Clotworthy is because we talk about him all the time. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, so what do you say about uh, Samuel Ball's life? Did you write Oh, that down? about his life, just that he ended up being, once he did die, one of the richest landowners in the area. Yeah, in Nova Scotia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he, they recapped that saying that he was a, a escaped... Uh, he escaped slavery at the age of 11 years old. Uh-huh. He joined the British military to earn his freedom, and he owned lots of land. He ended up owning a lot of land on Oak Island. On Oak Island and off of Oak Island. Yep. So yep. when he started with he was just wealthy. Uh, you know, a four-acre small cabbage farm and then was able to purchase all that land... And that's a lot of sauerkraut to sell <laughs> in order to buy that much land. I hate sauerkraut. You know what song that's from? No, why would I know that? It's from Weird Al's song called Albuquerque. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't know that song. It's one of my yes, favorite songs. I like I love sauerkraut. It. I love it. So, no, I, I, I don't. So have you ever I'm with, tried it? I'm with Weird Al. No, well, it you're smells, weird. So. Okay, sauerkraut smells so bad that I will always stay away from it. Okay. Okay, well, so do you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not always. You, you totally set yourself up for that, <laughs> so don't even say you didn't. Yeah. So anyway, uh, he goes from being a slave mm-hmm. and, and escapes as a child, joins the military, earns his freedom, and becomes super wealthy. Mm-hmm. How do you do it? Cabbage or treasure finding? Maybe. Maybe both. Maybe right? both. We know was, we know the cabbage was uh, something, right? <laughs> yes. And, you know, he may have stored cabbage in this potential cellar. Or sure. area that they found. Why not? They said it's about, what, six feet? Mm-hmm. Six feet tall. Deep. Deep. Mm-hmm. Tall, deep. I mean, a person could stand in there. Yeah. Could. If I wanted to admire my treasure and I was it's hiding ki- it. Well, it's kind of like the area that Laird was standing in last week mm-hmm. with, in the McGinnis Foundation, how it was about as tall as Laird. You know, he's a, probably around six feet tall. I concur with that statement. Mm-hmm. Probably much the same. Mm-hmm. So um, one thing I liked, um, I guess Charles calls Samuel Ball the man of mystery of Oak Island. Mm-hmm. Or the mystery man of Oak Island. There yes. you go. That was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. This the mystery is man. not I mean, it as seems much like known about him. forward explanation to me. I mean, yeah. There's a lot of mystery there, but this is the man of mystery. It's just not enough known about him. I hope they learn more. Uh, it, so. One would hope. Yep. So the GPR experts are going to make a 3D model of the area. Mm-hmm. And they're going to examine it and bring back you know, data. Yeah, they've already like given them the preliminary idea, uh, data and whatnot. And um, 
Doug suspected that if he found something here, um, it, or sorry, he's talking about Samuel Ball. Yeah. Uh, if Samuel Ball found something on Oak Island, where'd he bring it? Probably back to his house. Probably back to his house would and make so sense. They're hoping that he dropped something, you know, and left, left some something. clues behind. Mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's the goal. They do find a second smaller anomaly that's only about a foot down, mm-hmm. they say, and they're going to take more take another look at the data that's there. But everybody seems excited about that one too. But that was more in the treed area. So to me that says that could be a little bit skewed just because of all the tree roots. But I don't know. Hey. I'm not a GPR expert. No, nope, you're not an archaeologist either. No, no, I'm not. I bet you Laird was like, hey, I want you to scan there. Hey, this area is important. Scan over here. Uh naturally he's, he's the boss. yeah he is the boss i understand that he's in charge of the lot but it doesn't mean he's a gpr expert so on these uh these sensitive area excavations at these protected heritage sites like the mcginnis foundation like the samuel ball okay laird is the boss yes I've that already means when agreed. people like steve are doing work for him mm-hmm. you know they answer to him remember that meme you showed me yes what did it say? Uh, it called Laird the Boss, mm-hmm. and Steve was pretending to work. <laughs> he's just hoping not to get yelled at, I think. Yeah, probably. I bet you... Uh, you think Laird's Laird a yeller? A, he's a taskmaster. You know, he's like laying the smack down on the people that don't work good for him. Okay, that don't maybe not. work good for him. <laughs> so it's funny. I, Laird was excited at one point. He was. You know? He wasn't jumping like he, up and down, but it was definitely Laird excitement. Yeah, but he had a twinkle in his eye. Ooh, a twinkle. Did you see? Or maybe like his toes a... were tingling like Gary. I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, man. I, I don't know. You'll have to ask Laird if his toes were tingling. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure, I guess. <laughs> okay, anything else for Lot 25? Um. Yeah, let's see. I just have a couple notes here. That So did we talk about the underground walls? Well, yeah, because that's what I was saying that's what was the six one feet. One foot down? Oh, that's the six feet. Okay, mm-hmm. my bad. Yeah, no, the one foot down was much smaller. Yeah. Laird is just hoping that they could take this data that they've un- you know, that they've got with mm-hmm. this uh GPR expedition mm-hmm. and uh submit an application to do further uh excavation or further digging. Well, they haven't done any digging yet, but like just further uh whatever archaeology work and then potentially like also doing excavating work so Mm -hmm. fingers crossed because that could take a long time they said yeah i it sounds like getting permits for that area are rather challenging it's fine this season's probably coming to a close pretty soon he'll probably put in his permit or put in his application going to get the permit for next year and that'll be something to look forward to it's okay i I wasn't worried you don't have to calm me down well, you I'm seem kind of calmed up. No, I'm not calmed up. Okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm, Are you? I promise okay. I'll make it. Okay. Just this time, though. All right. Okay. Uh, where else? Did we go anywhere else? No. Uh, well, I mean, we had a visit to the Mug and Anchor pub. Well, one second. So Marty uh, said that he was excited to learn more about this area, the Samuel mm-hmm. Ball area, mm-hmm. uh, regardless if it has a connection to the money pit or not. He's just wants, he, He's really interested in knowing... Uh, more about Samuel Ball mm-hmm. and his history. So that's cool. I think we're all definitely wanting to know more about the man of mystery, mm-hmm. the mystery man of Oak Island. And this is kind of that first step in order to make it happen. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's it. Okay. So, um, yeah, I mean, we should probably talk about the swamp now. Yeah, I agree. So the swamp took up probably the majority of the show. There was so much going on down there, which is so nice because I, you guys remember last year we were so excited for the big three. Yes. One the, of them was the supposed to be the swamp. Smith's Cove and the swamp. And then they never did anything in the swamp. Well, they're making up for it this year, let me tell you. Yeah, and Marty's like, I'm tired of all this stink. Well, it's okay. He has a swamp doctor for that. He does have a swamp doctor. He apparently also has a swamp archaeologist for that. Yeah. So, well, before we get there, we've got the first scene in the swamp had Steve, Gary, Rick, Billy, Craig, and Dr. Spooner. Yep. The swamp doctor. Of course. They were investigating the boulders near the eye of the swamp. Right? Or was it the paved area? Yeah, we were we spent most of the time in like the weird paved mm-hmm. area out there. Yeah, so uh Robert Clotworthy, the narrator, explained that the eye of the swamp might be connected to the Knights Templar and Freemasons mm-hmm. and touched on the theory presented by Corian Mall and Christopher Morford, mm-hmm. the one with um the Poussin theory yes. with the paintings. Okay. And then the swamp doctor explained how the soil could have been imp or uh could have been impacted the way, sorry, it couldn't have been impacted the way that it was unless the rocks were introduced after the fact. Yes. Like it, they couldn't, it couldn't be a natural way for the soil to be impacted uh, below the rocks. Yeah, so, it would have had to been on purpose. Yeah, so that means man-made. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. Yeah, like, it, it's a lot of people saying it's man-made. Yeah. Later on, Marty says something like, yeah, five or six experts, they all say it's man-made. You Mm got to believe them, right? Yeah. I mean, that's why all these experts come in. You're you're looking for the opinion of those who are experts in this area. Yeah. So Dr. Spooner uh, says that they found high levels of mercury and lead in the core samples he's taken from the area. Yeah. In the lower sections of... uh, of course, we always throw back over to bacon, Francis oh, Bacon. Oh, man, bacon, yum. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about, like, no, like, breakfast bacon. Well, I love bacon. Yeah, you like Don't it better me than wrong. me. I know. But, yeah. Sir Francis Bacon, mm-hmm. with his hat, which would have a lot of mercury in it, which <laughs> I keep coming back to. And they talk about his specific publishing he did of, what, Novum Organum? Mm-hmm. In 1620, which outlined how to preserve documents with mercury in a lead box. Yeah, did you know he was the uh, leader of the Rosicrucians? I don't know if you heard that. I, yeah, I've heard that a couple times. I feel like maybe on a recap or something. <laughs> just just throwing that out there. Yeah, he seems to uh, fit in, if you will. Yeah, so Francis Bacon is someone that we're going to learn a lot more about pretty soon, I think. Yeah. Because I, I don't know if it's next week or not, or the week after, but... They uh, are still planning to have a drilling down episode that's all about him. Yeah. So we have like an hour long special to look forward to of uh, Sir Francis Bacon. So. Sir Francis of Bacon. <laughs> Fantastic. No, I'm excited yeah. to learn more about that. Yeah. So Bacon, Francis, Sir, right? That guy? Yes. So 1620 was that book, right? Mm-hmm. And what are the dates that everything's getting dated back to? You know, we have... Uh, the swamp, potentially, I think the swamp doctor was saying 1680, right? 
Yeah, I believe that's right. So 1680, we got the money pit, 1795. We got the U-shaped structure was like, uh, what, 17? Um, I don't remember. I don't have it in front of me, in all honesty. I think it was 1769, you know? Okay. So, I mean... We're in that ballpark. Yeah, I mean, that this stuff would have been known, like it yes. preserving stuff by Mercury and stuff, mm -hmm. even if it wasn't him. Yes. You know, so... The, it was published, you know, in enough time. Not that it was easy to get your hands on books. Yeah, but maybe he wrote this book and then he's like, peace out, everybody. I'm going to Oak Island to hide some relics. You know, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go consult over here on how to take care of some relics. So, yep, could do what be. you got to do. Mm -hmm. And they, they leave Billy <laughs> and ask him, you know, if he can keep working, it says they'll keep working along. No problem. Billy's ready to chug along and yep, we'll uh, get it all along. done. And Rick mentions that if there are any answers, they will be here. I concur because there's been a lot going on there. For sure. So then uh, the next time we come back to the swamp, we have Marty, Alex, Laird, mm -hmm. Tom, Nolan, they were all on hand, and they welcomed Dr. Ian Spooner back. Mm -hmm. They keep welcoming him back, but it doesn't seem like he ever left. I know. I, But that's editing classic. I know. It just seems like he's always there. Mm -hmm. Well, this It's like time, if I go to the swamp right now, I bet you he's there. Probably. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, but he brings a friend with him, a yeah. colleague, if you will. Yeah. So we've got Alex Taylor, a professor of archaeology from St. Mary's University. He specializes in uh, swamps, wetlands, and coastal regions. Specifically in Nova Scotia. He seems like a guy that's an archaeologist that knows something about wetland areas mm -hmm. because he that's where he does his thing. That's where? That's uh, what he I does. Mean, that's what he's right? an expert in. And uh, so it only makes sense to bring him in. But did you see Laird behind him? Like they were showing Laird while he was, you know, this like competing archaeologist is over there. And I'm thinking, oh, poor Laird. He's going to get replaced. No, he's not. Like I said, I think that Aaron is there because he specializes in this kind of archaeology. And Laird is thinking, good, someone can come and confirm what I've already said. So what? Is Laird just a jack of all trades archaeologist? Is Maybe. he like, yeah? I don't know. You'd have to ask him. Laird, what up? <laughs> <laughs> Laird, are you a jack of all trades archaeologist? He didn't like push him into the money, not in the money pit. I was going to say into the swamp, but if you push him into the money pit, that would be a problem too. <laughs> if he did, would he make a, the owie, like a goofy? How does he say that? Owie. You what know? are you talking You know, like when about? Goofy falls down a hole? Yeah. Um, I don't <laughs> I, I, okay, think I did not I've do a good Goofy. I've seen there. enough Goofy falling down a hole you know for who that Goofy to. Goofy is? Okay, yes. I mean, I don't live under a rock, but are I you know sure? who Goofy is, but I, it's not like I've. I haven't seen him fall down a bunch of holes for that to be the go to sound effect. Okay. I didn't do that good anyway, and that's fine. <laughs> that is. That's true, because yeah. I didn't know what sound you were making. Yeah, so anyway, they, uh, they take uh, this, well, he's not a new archaeologist, he's new to us. An additional archaeologist. <laughs> uh, yeah, Alex Taylor. They take him down to the paved area to check it out, mm -hmm. and um, they join Billy and Jax over there, mm -hmm. and Alex Taylor wants to take a closer look, so he kind of jumps down in there. and. Well, you know. he asks if he can go down and take a closer look, mm -hmm. and Marty says, 
You can do whatever you want. <laughs> and my first thought was, I want them to tell me I can come do whatever I want. So I'll come dig. Well, you go find some random, like, pea stone. Some, you some know, random pea stone. Yeah. Know, like Tori did last year. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> and I yeah. put my stamp on the island. <laughs> yeah, so um, Dr. Spooner asks why there's no stumps over here. Mm-hmm. Or why no soil? You know, why nothing in this area in the swamp? Why is there only rocks, you know? Mm-hmm. And so he's like, he's basically dumbfounded. And I think Alex Taylor is his friend, right? Mm-hmm. And so he's like, bro, just tell me what's wrong over here. Like, something's up. Like, yeah. please make it make sense for me. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And he's kind of pleading with him. He's like, I have racked my brain. I just, I need someone to bounce this additional thing off of so mm-hmm. that if looking at it, you're not thinking, oh, like, am I crazy? Like, this is man made, right? Please confirm what I'm looking at. This is a weird place. Yeah, Alex said that it's not glacial. Like, Mm -hmm. this was not like a... No, his name's Alex. His name is Alex Taylor, not Aaron Taylor, okay? Okay, I've been calling him Aaron this entire time. Okay, yeah. I I was like, oh, there's two Alexes, okay? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I think I'm right. I think you're wrong, but you could be right. I doubt it. Okay. (laughs) I love you, but I doubt it. Anyway... Um, how about, we'll just say archaeologist Taylor. Thank you. Okay. So archaeologist Taylor, um, says it was not glacial. Mm -hmm. He says, when in doubt, you excavate. Yeah. Enter. Excavate. Enter Billy. Billy. Billy Gerhardt. And, uh, Marty says, Billy, how long would it take you to, you know. You know, give us like the profile. Yeah. So we can, yeah. So we can check this out, you know, do what he wants. And what did Billy say? A couple minutes. Doesn't (laughs) take long. He's like brushing the. Yeah. Dirt couple off his shoulder billy, or whatever. Couple billies. Couple billy seconds. <laughs> couple minutes, and he's all over it. So he takes care of that mm-hmm. and gets digging. Yeah, and Tom Nolan mm-hmm. was saying that stuff, uh, this kind of stuff shouldn't be in a bog. No. It's unnatural. Mm-hmm. That's what he was, that's, you know, it's just, it kind of dumbfounds him too, you know? Mm-hmm. He and his dad worked in that swamp so much. And they never got this deep because they just didn't have the resources to do so. Exactly. And so it's just... It's like it's got to be like mind blowing to see it this way. Yeah, I bet. I mean, they had. If you don't have the resources, but you've spent that much time there, you're just thinking like, "Wow, this is even bigger than I could have we could have ever imagined." It just mm-hmm. it keeps getting crazier and crazier. Mm-hmm. Crazy, crazy, crazy. All right, so Billy quickly shows them what's up. Mm-hmm. Of course. Uh, he just gets down and dirty. Well, except for not, he doesn't get dirty. He, you know, his excavator gets dirty. Yes. Because he scoops up uh, like a little trench. Yep. And so they can look between the layers. And what do they see? Rocks. <laughs> well, archaeologist <laughs> Taylor said that uh, this is not 10,000 years old. No. He, he says, says it's definitely. Intentionally man-made. Yeah, he says definitely. Well, I, I wrote definitely man-made. Uh, he says that it's too level to be naturally occurring. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. I like hearing that stuff. Yeah, and Mari's like, okay, so there's someone else telling us that it's man-made, and you know why we have you here. I want to show you something else. <laughs> yeah, well, before you go there, I, I wrote in my notes that Laird looked impressed mm-hmm. and threatened. I don't think he looked threatened. <laughs> I okay, don't I, think I'm just there's going to be an archaeological... <laughs> Duel, like throw down in yeah. the swamp. He's not finish him. <laughs> he's not throwing the bone handled knife at him, and he doesn't have a rock over here. Mortal swamp bat. No, 
No, there's okay. no mud wrestling <laughs> or anything going on. Yeah, that would be weird. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Marty, this is where he said at one point, you know, you got five or six experts that say this thing is man-made. You know, he's just like, whoa. 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 And then they take uh, archaeologist Taylor directly to the eye of the swamp. Yep. So they head towards the eye. And You know what was funny, though? Hmm. Then we had a Clotworthy flashback mm-hmm. where Clot- Clotworthy's talking about these stumps they found last week. Mm-hmm. And it was funny that just uh, before that, you know, it was a different section of the swamp. Ian Spooner is like, there's no stumps, you know? Mm-hmm. He's like, it's just funny that we got, you there's know. No, there's no sticks. No. Yeah. But then at the eye, they're saying, you know, they found... It, which looks even further drained that they were investigating, that they found the large boulders with smooth clay at the bottom, which mm-hmm. was good information. Mm-hmm. Um, large tree stumps surrounding the area and talked about there being several. Mm-hmm. Which made me think of like a cathedral of trees, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also dated wood that was found in there back to 1680. There you go. That's that's not very long after Sir Francis Bacon, you know, Uh wrote his um, his book that includes that mercury stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And Doctor Spooner then suggests about it being a clay mine, which was an interesting thought. And I know nothing about clay mining. Well, me neither. But you know, something strange about that. Does that kill? The island was two separate islands theory? I don't know. Because it may have not been completely separated over there. Or I, I know nothing about yeah, mining clay of the types of places you would be looking for clay to mine. Yeah. Maybe part of it. Maybe it's an in was an inlet there and it didn't go all the way through. Or it's hard to say. It it really is. It's hard to say. Let's see. So, yeah, uh, Dr. Spooner was telling archaeologist Taylor that they had a, or actually just, what you call him? Professor Taylor. He's professor. Okay. Okay. Uh, that they had a core sample they took that was, that was uh, 300 years worth of soil. Mm-hmm. And they got clay, and they were able to date wood that they found in that to the 1680, like mm-hmm. you said. Uh-oh. I just turned my phone and all my notes went away. <laughs> but Aaron also kind of suggests about the leveled area. Okay, it's Professor Taylor. Professor I think, I think Taylor. Him, I think calling Aaron is not good. Okay, well, sorry. I'm reading my notes and that's what I wrote. Okay, okay what did uh, Professor Taylor suggest? He suggests that they leveled the area to bring in, like, horse and carts and then... That the clay would have been toted out in barrels, which would make sense. You know, that explained that area. And then then the coming next week. Yeah, I was going to say, well, that's like, uh, you know, it could tie into what we saw on uh, next time on the Curse of Oak Island at the end of the show. Because we have Terry Matheson saying that he thinks he found uh, the bottom of a barrel, Mm -hmm. you know. Dun, dun, dun. It, and he goes on to mention that it, it's a really complex site. It's different than anything he's seen. And he seems about as boggled as <laughs> Dr. Spooner. Like, yeah, but he was able to give them some good insight. Yeah. And he was able to, like, reassure them, you know, like, hey, 
we're we're not all crazy, are we? Please yeah. tell us we're not crazy. Exactly. Because if we're crazy, that makes you crazy because you're saying that's man-made. Mm-hmm. And you're a professional. Yeah, and you're not willing to, like, you know, put a sticker on your back that says, I'm the crazy guy, right? Who puts a sticker on their back? I don't know. <laughs> you're not. He's not going to be wearing a hat that says, I'm nuts, right? Who does that? I don't know. <laughs> he would. He would have to if, if he was... Okay, never mind. Okay. Let's move on. Okay. So, you know, it that kind of that whole section kind of ended with Tom Nolan saying, as usual, we've got, we've got more an, uh, questions than answers out yep. here at the swamp. So, mm-hmm. pretty funny. Let's see. All right. Then we went to Mug and Anchor. Yep. So, what happened there? So, Marty's meeting with, you know, other members of the team and says, lets them know they met with another archaeologist. Dun, dun, dun. And it uh, says, that he explains the idea of it being a clay mine or for mining clay. Yeah. And uh, we have, so he basically has Alex give the rundown though. Yeah. He passes the torch over to Alex. Mm-hmm. And Jack says that they made that the clay, who knows, could have been used by searchers or depositors. Mm-hmm. Don't know. And Jack mentions that the clay seems like that seems to be the most pure of the clay that he's seen was there, which it to me kind of lines up with the whole idea of it being a mine. I mean, your most pure clay, I assume, would come out of there. Yeah, Marty was like, you know, that's the kind of stuff they would use to make vessels. Mm-hmm. And then he followed that up quickly with pottery mm-hmm. <laughs> because I think they didn't want to confuse some people like vessels. They Vessel, make, sh- they make like ships, ships out of that? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that would be, you know, they'd make pottery. They have found a lot of pottery on the island. You know, maybe the Holy Grail's made out of blue clay. Who knows? Don't know. I mean, we talked about pottery on the live stream, you know, just yesterday mm-hmm. and about that. Was that yesterday? Oh, wow. Well, yeah. yeah. Th- this is the earliest we've ever recorded a podcast, a recap podcast after the show aired. Well, I guess How that's do you feel? what happens when you get quarantined. Yeah, we're on the ball. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, Marty says that when an expert says 100%, I perk up. Yeah. He's like, especially from so many different disciplines. Like, everybody. Mm-hmm. We got so many people. We got geologists, archaeologists, geoscientists. All theologists. Yeah. Like, all of them are saying, yo, dude, something crazy happened here. Yeah, and it wasn't digging. nature. It's kind of like what Robert Clotworthy said in that video to us, right? He said, Rick and Marty Lagina, keep, keep digging. Keep digging. Yeah. So, yeah, good stuff. Um, then we go back to the swamp. Wait. Wait. Uh-oh. How do I so, screeching tires? So Rick is ready to cheers to the swamp. And he said, Marty, I don't know oh. that you'll raise your glass to this. And he's like, nope. That's very and he true. takes his wine away. <laughs> yep, he puts his he puts his glass under the table. <laughs> it gave me that a was good chuckle, funny. and I was like, I, I feel you because it smells, but the swamp is exciting, and I don't have to smell it through the television. The- He's like, I'll just smell this uh, wine, please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's all I wanted to mention because that gave me a good chuckle. And that's all you got to say about that. That's all I got to say about that. All right, so back that- to the swamp, the- Billy. <laughs> Yes. Rick, Gary, Jack, Dan Hensky, Craig, all on hand, right? And Steve. And Steve, I guess. I don't have him. You guess. He's bad. right there. I see. <clears throat> okay. What up, Steve? <laughs> what up, Steve? All right. Um, then Billy's digging. Gary's not finding anything with his metal detector going mm-hmm. through the spoils. So he's probably kind of sad. 
Of course. And then Jack notes that there's water rushing in, you know, in this uh, little pit mm-hmm. that they're uh, checking out. Mm-hmm. And uh, they think they found another section of the paved area. Yeah. I think this keeps growing. It does. And even... It's not really growing because it's just already there. But they keep exposing more and more and more. And Craig suggests that maybe they've cut through, like, a flood tunnel and, like, the paved area or something. Because water seems to be coming in from multiple directions, Mm -hmm. right? Which, Which would make sense. And we know that the paved area, because it's all rock, would act like a French drain. Basically. Because it would hold the water. It's rock on rock. Um, well, it wouldn't hold water. It would let the water slip through it. Yeah. It will. I just mean it would hold water when they go it, to how drain. About, how about it would channel the water? It would channel the water over to them mm-hmm. if they cut through like a cross section sure. of it. Mm-hmm. And there's layered rocks, right? Mm-hmm. And Jack notes about, well, and so does Craig, that the water is kind of foamy. Which is more indicative of, say, salt water mm-hmm. or a mix thereof. Yeah. Hey, before we move on to this real quick, I, I just want to say one thing about the paved area. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when Tony Sampson discovered it, you mm-hmm. know, and he was like doing his probing over there and they were excited about it. I remember when they first like started uncovering it and they were like so let down. Mm-hmm. Remember? They were like, oh my gosh, this is nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it turns out to be like the biggest thing. But it thing. turns out to be something <laughs> huge. Like huge. Yeah, it's just funny it that is. they were so let down, mm-hmm. and now it's like one of the most important things they're doing. They're let down because it's not what they had envisioned, mm-hmm. which nothing here is like what we've envisioned, right? I mean, it's easy to get disappointed and hope that it's just going to be super straightforward, but we should know better. Oak Island's not straightforward. It sure ain't. All right, so, yeah, you're talking about uh, the water being kind of, like, foaming. Foaming up. Yeah, yeah. so uh, Craig was saying that, yeah, that's typically uh, something that happens in seawater, right? Mm-hmm. It didn't look, like, as foamy as seawater, so, yeah, they were like, what's up with that water? Yeah, and Craig suggests that they should get a sample of it. So Rick so kindly asked Billy for a bottle of water. <laughs> And Billy's like, okay. So he gives him his empty bottle of water and brings up his scoop full of water so Rick can get a sample. He gets a sample. He fills the bottle. Yeah. And uh, Rick ain't afraid of no germs because he's not afraid of Billy's germs. He's And he's not afraid of uh, Billy's excavator's germs. (laughs) He's not afraid of mercury. (laughs) He's... (laughs) Not afraid of lead. He's like the uh, the bravest person on Oak Island. See? Yes. Rick, 100%, 100,000 million percent Gryffindor. <laughs> right? He, he, yes, yes. He's a Gryffindor, you know. He fills up that water and he just takes a big chug out of it like it is a beautiful <laughs> glug, sunny glug, glug. day and he's like oh i need refreshment oh, and craig, craig practically jumps off the screen <laughs> that was i really good. made an audible sound when Me it too. happened i was like ah! i was like Ugh. <laughs> and literally twitter blew up at that moment yeah <laughs> those who were tweeting along with the episode there was so many things. And now I want to know if Rick is alive or if he's immune to all future <laughs> plagues and diseases 
a test specimen or if this is like a Bruce Banner moment where <laughs> now he is going to turn into the Hulk or maybe Spider-Man or something because his DNA must now be changed. I bet if he changed into something like the Hulk, I bet he wouldn't be green. What color do you think Rick would be? Brown. Are you sure? Yeah, because he, he <laughs> the gets water's dirty brown all the time. And the water's brown? Yeah. <laughs> the water's almost black. Yeah. Um, I was thinking, like, what, what color shirt does he usually wear? Like, in his sit-down interviews with Marty? Like, it's either the denim button-up or, like, a greenish color. I thought you'd say that color. Like, the denim color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Either way, I just... My mind was blown yeah, Rick confirmed that it tasted salty, <laughs> so the yeah. foam should have been a really good indicator on that. But Craig plays it cool. He's like, yeah, is it? <laughs> like, after he's done puking in the bushes or something from mm-hmm. it, no, he's just like, yeah, yeah kind of. He, <laughs> he also said it tasted almost brackish, and I had to look that up because I had never heard that word before. Well, yeah, because no one speaks like Rick. <laughs> yeah, he, he speaks in a whole different language almost, right? Yeah, because he drinks swamp water. Yeah, so brackish water or briny water is water that has more uh, uh, salinity. Wait, how do you say that? Salinity. Salinity. More grossness. Uh, than fresh water, but not as much as seawater. It may result from mixing of seawater with fresh water, as in estuaries, or it may occur in brackish fossil aquifers. The word comes from the Middle Dutch root brack. Okay, so brackish water is still gross water. <laughs> and so does that mean Rick has drank brackish water? Too? Like, does he sample all the water? Yeah, I bet, you know, when they took those uh, samples of the red dye, he's like... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this is still... Oh, oh, man. Hey, leave him alone. He can do what he wants to do. I'm concerned for his health. He's fine. I don't know. I haven't seen He's him in He's basically Iron Man, okay? Leave him alone. He is, well, no, because remember, I've already decided his DNA is now changed, so he can't be Iron Man mm. uh, and can't be Batman. He has to be the Hulk or he has <laughs> to be Spider-Man or something along those lines. Well, maybe he's a Fantastic Four guy, you know, like The Thing. That actually would make sense. The Thing. He is now The Thing. So then we, yeah, moving on, we have Terry Matheson arrives Mm -hmm. to see, hey, guys, what's up? My notes say that Terry shows up right after Rick has disgusted (laughs) everybody. He just missed it. (laughs) Just missed it. He's kind of lucky. Yeah, Yeah, very lucky. Rick shows him the water pouring in. And I'm sure he wants him to render an opinion, mm-hmm. right? Um, he wants to know if it's natural or man-made, obviously. Uh, Craig thinks that they cut through a channel and distribute the wa- dis- disrupted the water flow. Yep. And uh, he thought that it was freshwater spring, but it's definitely salty, Rick says. Yeah. Yeah, so there's that. And Rick suggests that they kind of stop and put a pump down there, walk away. And wait for Dr. Spooner to comes back, come yep. back, and Jack laughs and says, might want to put two pumps in. <laughs> yeah, well, they need Dr. Spooner to render an opinion as well. Uh, right? Naturally. And then Marty has a speech. Yeah, right? Marty has a little speech. I actually copied it down word for word. Okay. So this was, uh, this was pretty good. All right. So this is a big deal coming from Marty. Yeah. That's what this, that's the, that's why I felt it was important to write it down and say it word for word. Because mm-hmm. this does not sound like Marty from last year mm-hmm. or two years ago or whatever from season one. Yep. You know, 
Marty's changed because Marty says, somebody came here a long time ago, hid something extremely valuable and protected it by extraordinary means. What we, uh, what we were aware of was a flood tunnel uh, system, maybe. Uh, there were other traps of some sort of heretofore. Yeah, that's, that's a word that his brother uses, I'm sure. Uh, unknown booby traps, uh, they fit, that fits perfectly with the whole concept of this island, right? He's, He's in. convinced. He's, he, he knows that something crazy went down on this island uh, because... He's seen too much proof to deny it anymore. He can't mm-hmm. deny it. He can't say, yeah, I'm 70%. Uh, I'm, you like know, he whatever. does each year before yeah. they cross the causeway. Yeah, next year they're going to cross the causeway and they're going to be like, so, big uh, little brother. What do you think? And do you he's think? got like his treasure chest. He's like, I think something happened here. <laughs> he's got like a patch on his eye. <laughs> yeah, and he's waiting for Billy to unlock the causeway with the key to the causeway. The key to the causeway. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so um, then we, you know, then that's kind of the end of that little section. But then Mm -hmm. they do come back to the swamp again. Mm -hmm. And uh, we have, you know, the group there. And Rick Rick mentioned that Fred Nolan was never forthcoming about his goals and aspirations Mm -hmm. in the swamp. Yeah. He tells that to Dr. Spooner, you know. And that's, uh, it's admirable, but it's sad. It is. Because I like that he was, like, so into it and he wanted to figure it all out. But... It's a little sad that, you know, he just wasn't willing to, you know, get some help. But, you know, if your closest person that could help you is your neighbor that uh, you don't get and along with. And you have with, a dispute with. Yeah, then... so you're probably not going to, you know, you're going to hold I mean, it close to the vest. they're both going to hold it close to the vest. And, you know, it, towards the end, we know that they wish they would have, could have worked together more. But here we are. Here and we are. it's just crazy. It's bananas. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so they show Dr. Spooner the possible French drain mm-hmm. looking area. And they just, uh, it, it seemed like they're like, oh, I, well, we just, we had to show this to you. We had to show this to you. And yeah. I'm thinking to myself, he never left. He's still there. You know, he's Maybe got like a little tent or something. He could have just been hanging out in the interpretive center or the research, research center. center. We haven't seen much re- research center this season, have we? Mm-mm. Mm. No, we haven't. Yeah, well, they got human bones and stuff next week, right? Yeah, so they'll they're be looking be at that stuff under a microscope. There. All right, so uh, the final little part here is that we have um, Rick, Dave, and Dan Hensky. They're heading toward the. Uh, uh, actually, no, I'm done. Yeah, I was. My gonna... bad. I was reading something. I, I wrote the swamp when it wasn't the swamp. Oh, I was going to say we kind of finished. Is that everything? Up, yeah. Sweet. So the swamp. They're like, look. It looks like a French drain. He's like, I don't even know. This is bananas. There's all kinds of crazy. This whole thing's a puzzle. <laughs> and we all agree. And we're I eager. I Dr. Spinner's like, I don't even know what to think anymore. Yeah. I, I don't blame him. Yeah. I don't. Okay. Yeah, the episode ended with them slamming the can, you know, and we already mm-hmm. talked about that. So Woo-woo. how about next time on The Curse of Oak Island? Mind blowing. <laughs> like, this is probably the best next time on I've ever Scene. It was pretty epic. I'm I'm stoked for next week. Who else is stoked for next week? Raise your hands. We can see you. Okay, we can't see you. We but can't. That's creepy. I'm Don't raising my hand. Dietrich's wait, raising her hand. No, I'm so excited. We have Scott, Gary, and Rick. Uh, they're supervising the money pit dig. That's that's what I wrote anyway. Mm-hmm. And Scott says this is the money pit area. Dun dun dun. He gave it away. This is it. This We're is here. It. Mm-hmm. We're here with a giant eight foot head. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. Uh, then we have Paul and Rick that they appear to be examining spoils. Mm-hmm. 
and they have something that kind of looks like a human bone. Yeah. At least uh, uh, Paul's convinced it is. Paul's holding this bone that's really big. Yeah. And he's like, it's big. I mean, it's very possibly so, human. Yeah, you took some anatomy classes, right? What what bone? Come on. Looks, give me give me a bone. What bone is that? It's like a leg bone. <laughs> and who found it? Is that Paul's bone? I don't know. We'll see. It might be <laughs> Paul's bone. <laughs> yeah, maybe. So, like, what, um, like, literally... What bone? Like, take a guess. I want to hear a scientific name for a bone. Go. A femur? That is too small for a femur. What else, then? Could it be a fibula? Sure. A tibula? Quite possibly. I'm throwing out my knowledge right now. That's right. I'll brush it off. I'll brush uh, off my shoulder. Don't, because that's the only bones you know. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Sorry. Then what? Um, Okay. Paul holding bone says it's possibly human. Mm-hmm. Terry is holding something mm-hmm. and showing it to Craig and says it looks to be a bottom of a barrel. Yeah, Craig, uh, Alex Lagina was there too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, do, I wonder, you know, so we already touched on that a little bit, but mm-hmm. I mean, was that from the money pit? Was that from the swamp area? I, was, I wasn't really sure. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, I thought it looked kind of like money pit, but. Mm-hmm. Mm. It looked like money pit. To me, I think it came out of the spoils. Mm-hmm. Um, and Craig asks, what is that doing down there? <laughs> I don't know, Craig. Good, good question. Uh, Always more pit. questions than answers on Oak Island. It's a good place to hide stuff. So if they were transporting valuables mm-hmm. on a ship, mm-hmm. they also may have come in a barrel that would have been full of coconut fiber to help protect those items. They could have then used the barrels to fill with clay and roll them on over to use in the construction of the money pit. Those barrels have multiple uses. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I'm thinking Aztecs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't laugh. That Somebody had a serious theory regarding the Aztecs coming to Oak Island to get the clay because the clay was worth more than gold to them. I get it. <clears throat> I'm not sold. Yeah, I'm not sold either. But, hey, who the heck knows? Maybe uh, the craziest thing point, ever happened and it happened. It's all on the table until it can be not yep. proven. All right, so Doug tells Marty that's a component of the original treasure cache. What? 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 That's, yeah, and I'm trying to... Doug? What are you saying? Analyze this, and I'm thinking of when he found the manifest from the Duke Don B. Alex Lagina's doppelganger. Exactly. <laughs> is something that was in there, something that was listed on, you know, what they were carrying. Is mm-hmm. is it potentially something that is going to tie those two theories together? Maybe. Maybe. I, I, I don't know. We'd have to ask Doug. Doug. <laughs> Sup, Doug? Go ask him right now. Just kidding. <laughs> All right. uh, let's what see else here. happened? We had Gary. Mm-hmm. What did he do? He finds a ring in the swamp. A ring in the swamp? Could it be? Man, and he's he's okay. So it's always it's the that's like the new dream team. Like we have usually Gary and Jack, and they're like a tag team. Mm-hmm. But the dream team is Gary and Rick because yeah. they found. The cross, the Drayton's cross together, and now they found this cool ring. They had some and elaborate bo- the designs. The Bobby on. Dazzlers. Yeah, the Bobby Dazzlers. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you really want something worth something, you gotta have Rick. Yeah, and Gary. It's kind of like, whoa, whoa. Treasure whoa. calls to Rick. 
and it we... wants to be found. It's like the One Ring, yeah, in Lord of the Rings. It wants to be found, and it looks in amazing condition. Just like yeah, like it had can... some pretty elaborate carved designs, right? Uh huh. And we hear um, in a the background the voice of Charles Luton Brain, mm-hmm. and he says it appears to be chiseled prior to 1730, and he's the guy that told us about secret recipes written in code. Secret recipes written in code? Yeah. yeah the uh, red colored glass mm-hmm. uh, thing from last season when they found the brooch. Yeah. With the red He's the brooch guy. Yeah, so that was a piece of r- red colored glass. Mm-hmm. Red dyed glass, right? Yep. And yeah, that's the same guy. So that was cool to see him back. Yep. And he, uh, it appears to be Spanish. Gary knows all about Spanish treasure. It's just like, how many people can we involve here? We got bacon and we got the Spanish. And and the French. And the French. And the Aztecs. And the Aztecs. <laughs> and now that we have the Highlands, like, it's just nonstop around here. Who is it? Is it like yeah, the Highlands? That sounds like that sounds Scottish to me. Yeah, it, <laughs> teamwork makes the dream work. I guess. Mm-hmm. Jeez, that yeah. is insane. Yeah. So the end of the next time on finishes with Gary saying they're back in business, and he gives Rick a high five. Yeah. The end. They deserve a high five. For they that. do deserve a high five. So that's that's the end of the episode. That is the end of the episode. And I thought it was a lot of fun. It was. I had I had a good time. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, I mean, we have some great stuff to look forward to next week. I'm, you know, really stoked about that. Mm-hmm. So what about you? I, I am as well. And good. Yeah. Good, good, good. Good. I'm glad you're good with that. Mm-hmm. You know what we have next? What's that? Well, we already talked about Robert Clotworthy earlier. Yeah, we explained who he was. Yes. Just in case you had... Uh, falling off the planet or something. Falling off the planet. Or are new to our podcast. Yeah, well, yeah. That's Same true. thing. Sure. No, like, no not quite. <laughs> yeah, Robert Clotworthy, the narrator. We do something fun every episode where it's called the Clotworthy Moment. Yes. And so explain it. So what's a Clotworthy Moment? A mm-hmm. Clotworthy Moment is going to be when he says something or repeats something that seems shocking to him, like <laughs> axe cut wood. That's a that's that's one of the ones he always has in his back pocket. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I think we've heard him say axe cut wood three or four times mm-hmm. as, as a Clotworthy Moment. Uh, yes, contender. exactly. Uh, flood tunnels. Booby traps. S- secret recipes written in code. Yeah, that was, that was uh, your favorite. Yes. Classic. That- Classic. Definitely a classic one. Mm-hmm. Um, so last week we had two, and you vote for them. Yep, you vote on Facebook or Twitter, mm-hmm. and then we reveal the winner right here on the podcast right now for last week. Mm-hmm. And then we give you two more that you'll vote on this week. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead, and you want to hear who the winner is? Let's hear it. A trap door, possibly leading to a secret basement beneath the McGinnis Foundation. Whoa. Trap door. Dang. I didn't even like hardly hear that on mine. But that's okay. That's good. A trap door. A trap door is the winner. I was a big fan of that one. Yeah, me too. It it won by a landslide. It was like over 70%, you know. That's a lot for you know our clot worthy moments. Well, it's a good one. It is. I I don't blame people for choosing it. I I concur with that statement. All right, so do we have two new ones? We do. Okay, here's the first one. A layer of rocks? Could Rick and the team have found another section of the paved stone structure? 
pretty good. Yeah, that was good. I like that. He was very excited about the rocks. <laughs> I mean, well, who wouldn't be? Naturally. I mean, Jack was very excited about them. Of course. Jack's excited about everything. <laughs> That's true. I think Jack... Jack watches paint dry and he's like, like excited, you know? <laughs> okay, maybe not. I'm sorry, Jack. Yeah, because no. But I bet you if Jack votes, it'll be for a layer of rocks. Well, maybe. Well, what is what is a layer of rocks up against? Okay, wait for it. Walls beneath the ground near the ball foundation. Walls. Walls. <laughs> Wa Short and walls sweet. Walls made of rocks. <laughs> Technically, walls could be a layer of rocks. Yep. It could be. Could be. Yeah. Okay. How do they vote? All right. You go to, of course, www.facebook.com slash Oak Island Podcast. Uh, you we don't have to put in www. I'm old school. Okay. 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 So you go to Facebook. You go to our Facebook page, Oak Island Podcast, mm -hmm. and then you click. There'll be two choices. You click on the one that you like the most. Mm -hmm. So Simple click, as that. Just click on whichever picture. Yep, there'll be the a picture correlates. of, uh, what is what was the first one again? Stacked rock? Or a layer, layer of rocks. There'll be a picture that looks like a layer of rocks, <laughs> and then there'll be a picture of the anomaly showing the walls, right? Yep. Something like that. Mm -hmm. You'll get to choose which one you think was the better one, and then next week we'll reveal the winner of... The clot-worthy moment. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you can also vote on Twitter. Oh, Did Twitter. Did you mention that? Yeah. You go to Twitter.com. Oh, wait. W okay. Twitter. Or you just go to at Oak Island Pod, right? Is yes. that the short and sweet way to do yes, it? Yes. Just look us up on our handle. At Oak Island Pod. Okay? Exactly. And there'll be a place for you to vote on there. On there. On there. Okay. So that's it for like the main part of like our you know so, what we do for mm -hmm. our podcast every week but we got some special stuff happening this week right yes lots of special stuff yeah I don't you guys to... like oak island i sure hope so let me find my handy dandy schedule here all right so we'll start by talking about on friday yes because we'll go in order because that's <clears throat> tomorrow not tomorrow because today's only Wednesday. It's the day after tomorrow, okay? <gasps> oh, man. <clears throat> I've been inside too much. Yeah, so tomorrow... Now you got me doing it. The day after tomorrow, on Friday, we're going to hold a live stream, an mm -hmm. Oak Island live stream that is based around Oak Island trivia. Yes. And, and there, other random There's going to be other random trivia, too. But Oak Island trivia is going to make up probably half the questions. Mm -hmm. And there's going to be prizes. And you should join us because it's going to be a lot of fun. Yes. Where can they find us to do that? Uh, find us on Facebook at Oak Island Podcast. Yeah, the same place you do the Clotworthy Moment vote, right? Yeah, it's on our page. Yeah, so, so it's going to be fun. It's going to be interactive. There's going to be like a graphic that comes up on the screen with the question and the answers. And you click, you know, it's like a multiple choice. Yep, exactly. And so you click the one you think is the, uh, the win or what will make you win. And you can win. We're gonna uh, we're gonna do like twenty questions. Is that right? Most likely. And um, I don't know if any of you've seen our Oak Island trading cards, uh, or I know some of you have definitely. Yeah. Um, but people new to the podcast may not know about them. We have created a whole series of Oak Island trading cards that feature the guys from the show dressed up as pirates. Knights and Kings. Oh my. Oh my. And they're wonderful. People love them. Everybody loves them. They're they're just beautiful. The people they're fun. Uh, the cast members, they love them. I mean, and they're they're very cool. Um so what we're going to do is uh we have there's 20 cards in a pack 
and we will, uh, for correct answers for the trivia, uh, whoever wins will get a trading card of their choice. Mm-hmm. And then that one will be out of the pack. So then the next person that wins will get to choose the second card. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because Billy's probably going to be chosen first, right? <laughs> so Billy will be off the board, but then you'll get to pick anybody but Billy for the second winner. Right. So on and so forth. Yeah. So we're going to break apart one of the packs. Be able to send them to you once mail is on its regular go yeah. again. I don't know. We might be able to send some mail uh, domestically, but I know like Canada shipping's down. Yep. Like international is just not a thing right now because of the because uh, what's happening in the world, right? <gasps> yes. Yes. So, Which is the reason why we're going to do some fun stuff this week. Yeah. What else we got going on? We also have our watch along. Yes. Which is coming up. Yeah. So that's Saturday. Yep. Yeah. We will release a new podcast that is an Oak Island watch along mm-hmm. where basically we watch season one, episode one, you watch season one, episode one at the same time. And you listen to us do commentary on the episode. Yes. It's going to be a blast. It's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of fun. It yes. really is. And then once that's out, because, you know, we wanted to give you a day to do that, then that means we're going to then do our podcast re- recap like, like this, like this for Season one, episode one. And that will be out on Sunday. Yes. Yeah, so you'll have a chance to listen to the watch along on yep. Saturday or on Sunday morning or whenever. Mm-hmm. And then whenever you're done with that, bam, you're going to have the recap podcast ready to go to listen to that too. So yep. we're just doing a lot of extra stuff right now because everybody's like kind of stuck in their houses and whatnot. So we thought it'd be fun and why not? Right? Yeah, give you a little something extra to do. Exactly. So... Please uh, participate. It'll be fun. Yep. And uh, I hope to see uh, as many people as possible in the uh, trivia contest because that's going to be a lot of fun. That will be fun. So um, anyway, how can they get a hold of us if they want to? Uh, Of course, you can find us on Facebook at Oak Island Podcast on our page. Uh, You can find us on Instagram at Oak Island Podcast. (laughs) You can find us on Twitter at Oak Island Pod. Yep. You can email us, and that's at, at, is it at? Gmail. Well. It's, uh, yeah, Oak Island Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> I sound so, like, with it. <laughs> yeah, Mr. WWW. Yeah, and then we have a voicemail hotline. People have been calling it this week, and I think they just want to listen to our spiel on it because it's funny. And then they hang up and don't leave a message. Like, we've got multiple calls this week like that. Leave us a message. Yeah, leave us a message. So if you want to do that, <clears throat> feel free. You could call us at 360-836-4549. And uh, yeah, do it, please, because it'll be fun. Yeah, be a good time. Had yeah, by all. We would love to be able to hear what you have to say. And uh, you know, if if we can, we'll play a clip of it or something and mm-hmm. talk about it. Because exactly. why not? It's fun. All right. Is that all right. it? Um, let me think. Is there anything else we want to talk about? Oh, yeah, one more thing. Okay. Just one more. All right, so uh, Patreon. Mm-hmm. We just want to chat about... Uh, uh, patreon.com slash Oak Island Podcast is where you can support us. Mm-hmm. And that's how you get those um, trading cards. And they get mailed out to our supporters every month. But mm-hmm. due to this uh, coronavirus issue, uh, we're unable to mail out anything for the month of March like we usually do. Yeah, and a bit so, held up at the printers. Plus, yeah, yeah. The, the mail's crazy, especially international. And like half of our orders are international. And so that's kind of a bummer. But the place that we do our printing at super backed up. I don't know why, you know, who knows if they may be doing something for medical purposes. I don't know. Yeah. But um, 
we just apologize that we're not going to be able to do that. But as soon as this is all like fixed and we can go mm -hmm. there and print the stuff up, like you're going to get the ones, you know, if you're subscribed to, to us in the month of March, you will get those cards, you know, mm -hmm. automatically and instantly. Yep. And then, and you know, whatever April, will, April will come and we'll, you know, it, as long as you're subscribed to us, we know who you are. Yeah. You're going to get your cards. Cards so are just, still being don't made, worry. produced, sent to printer. They're just behind. Yeah. Because but, they have to be. Yeah. I mean. If you wanted to still support us, you could because it, as long as you get a um, get yeah, in before the end up. of the month, mm -hmm. you will still send them to the the munch munch the month of March. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say. The month of March. The munch. <laughs> yeah, don't you know about the munch? Is March the munch? The the, <laughs> the month of March. If you get in before the thirty first of March, you, we will send you the cards of. Uh, the first set of superhero cards because this new set is all the Oak Island people. All the munch. <laughs> as superheroes. So I think that's it. Anything else? <laughs> no. I'm just <laughs> laughing at you and the munch. Yeah. Well, thanks to everybody that uh, showed up in our chat. Yes, you guys are awesome. You. And uh, we hope to see you guys at the Oak Island uh, trivia on yep. Friday. All right. Live stream at five o'clock. Sorry, we didn't say. It's at five o'clock uh, Pacific. 8 o'clock Eastern for the Oak Island trivia. And we'll have a post pretty soon on our Facebook page about it, right? Correct the Mundo. Okay. Is there anything else? No. Okay. O officially, no. Okay. <laughs> All right. So until next time. Could it be? Does this one come with a guarantee? Like we are going to find something. Oh, 100% treasure guarantee. Yep. Yeah. I stamped that <laughs> okay. right on the side. Okay. <laughs> Everybody heard that. Everybody heard that. We're gonna start unchaining it? Yeah, let's go boys. Let's do it.